You're listening to Life Lessons from a Psychic with C Psychic Readings Intuitive Podcast. The podcast where you'll get healing messages from spirit to help you move positively forward in your life. Hey everyone, it's C from C Psychic Readings. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast where I want to discuss a little bit more of how to tap into your intuition. Now, a little bit of things to come. I've been asked by lots of clients, how do I tap into my intuition? I do work with some clients one-on-one on how to do this, and I'm currently in the process of developing a digital course on how to teach others how to really tap into your intuition because it seems to be a thing that we all have questions about. So, Um, I want to dispel some of the myths right out of the gate of what intuition is, who has it, who doesn't have it, and then provide everybody with some techniques to try to help you get into the zone of intuition and help you work on things to strengthen that intuition. Well, starting out, um, one of the biggest questions I get is, you know, uh, what's it like to be a psychic and, and how come you're the one that has this intuition and nobody else does? And anybody that I've read for will know that I always emphatically say that that is not true, that we all have that gut instinct, that gut GPS. I have just tapped into it a little bit more and honed it and maybe had a little bit more natural ability with it. Um, I am one of those that uh, this idea of psychics and and those that do this kind of work has befallen me in my lineage, I guess you could say. Um, And I've been doing it from a very, very young age, experiencing things from a very, very young age. And a lot of us do, right? Um, When you're a child, you know, you have to realize that coming to Earth, you are the closest form of universe and source. That's why you'll always see kids sometimes stare off in the distance if they're looking at something or if they're looking at something. And it's because they are, you know, um, or animals, you know, a lot of times your cat will look at something or your dog will bark at something. And it's because they are recognizing things that we might not be in this physical world. And it doesn't mean that their eyes are any better than ours. Um, but they're able to to see, you know, in terms of actually uncovering that veil, you know, it brings me to a, um, a story I heard, and I don't know if this is 100% true or not. So don't quote me on fact, but I think it's interesting that um, there was a bunch of indigenous natives to a land and um, they were living there untouched by civilization and uh, they they it took them so long to see boats coming on the horizon that when those boats had reached them it was too late for them to prepare to defend themselves or to do anything and the reason was they had never seen a boat before and a boat was so far out of their realm of of um you know existence that they had no idea that something like this would exist that by the time it actually registered it was too late you know so it i think it's this idea of our eyes see what they want to see and if we can train and hone our eyes and when i talk about eyes i don't just mean our physical eyes i mean our eyes of the soul that gut that feeling when we can train our body to do that, um, it actually produces really great results. So no, I don't think I'm the only one that can do this. No, I don't think certain people are born with this and others aren't. I think we all have it. I think some of us hone into it more than others, develop it more than others, like other people do, or in in terms of other skill sets. Um, And frankly, I think the biggest denominator is trust. 
you know. Uh, when I started doing readings, I just started doing them for friends and family, very, very young, was in my teens. And I remember, you know, when I was giving, people would say, oh, give me a reading. And at that time, luckily, you know, people don't believe that this is a real thing. They think it's just a kid playing around. So it allowed me to just get what I got and just say what was in my mind. Um, but then as people started saying, wow, that's, that's actually really accurate. How are you doing that? Or that makes a lot of sense. That started to give me pause and fear. And I thought, oh, uh -oh, now, now I really have to produce. Now I really have to be right. And it was tough because when I was giving information, it felt like I'm just making this up. I don't know if none of this must be connecting at all. I am just making this up. And that's what it feels like when you don't trust, you know, and it took me a very long time to trust it and know no, this is not me making stuff up. It might feel like it is, but obviously I'm getting it from somewhere. So, you know, the biggest um, guidance in terms of, of your intuition is trusting it and trusting yourself. And I think we can all admit that if we trust it ourselves in certain situations, we would have been better off because how many of you out there have had a situation where red flags were clearly up or you felt in your gut it wasn't right and you ignored it or you went oh it's fine it's probably nothing you know you didn't trust yourself or you didn't want to trust yourself you wanted to believe which is perfectly fine don't judge yourself we all do this as humans every one of us has but it allows us to um, suspend belief and not get into that zone of trust so one big thing that I always tell my clients who I'm teaching and, and who want to learn how to be more intuitive is to trust yourself. And one way to do that is through affirmations and meditation. Um, if you are a meditation person, great. You can listen to guided meditations or, or if you're able to visualize yourself, that's great. If not, you can use affirmations and you could start with something really simple. Um, you could say to yourself over and over again, I am enough. I trust myself wholeheartedly and completely. That's it. Just repeating that over and over again, I don't know, 10 times a day, five times in the mirror when you wake up and five times in the bed when you go to sleep. That will actually help um, unlock that sort of ability within you because it's telling your body and your soul, I trust, I'm ready, I'm ready to receive, give me the information. So that's the first thing I tell people. The next thing is um, meditation is a very powerful tool because, again, it brings us to mindfulness. And what's mindfulness? At the end of the day, it's just bringing your focus to one thing. That's what mindfulness is. It's really shutting out the chatter of the world around and bringing yourself to that one thing. It's almost focus. Mindfulness, focus. You know, you're focusing, you're harnessing. So when you're harnessing, what you want to do with your mindfulness is um, you can meditate. Now, some of my clients are not good meditators, and that is totally fine. So if you are able to meditate, my suggestion is you can go online. You can type in guided meditations on YouTube. Find something that connects. You can make up your own, whatever you feel good with. Just play some music and just get yourself into a mindful state to listen is the best way that I could tell people to get ready to hear their gut or do intuition. And if you are somebody that um, can't just listen to mindfulness or listen to your mind and be mindful, uh, get yourself some tools. 
you know, I've recommended everything to my clients from uh, coloring. I've had adult coloring where I've had clients, I tell them that I get from spirit messages that they should just sit and color and listen to guided meditations, not do anything more, but just focus on that. I've had it where I've told clients to exercise and that's their meditation and they're able to get messages from spirit when they meditate that way. Um, some use tarot cards like myself or other uh, kind of tools of divination, whatever makes sense. What you're just trying to do is hone in, focus, be mindful and listen to messages. So that's the next step. And then you want to start connecting with spirit and universe. And the best way to do that is ask and receive. So sometimes I'll tell my clients to get out a piece of paper, write down a question and just write down the answer they get. Um, they call it auto writing. I do it myself. Uh, and you can honestly just do that and see what you get. And the idea is just trust even if it sounds absolutely insane, the kind of stuff that you're getting back, just trust and know that it is coming to you for a reason. And if you keep doing it and keep trusting it, it gets stronger. Um, other of my clients who I teach tarot to, we work with the cards and how the cards actually connect with them, not just their own meanings, but how the cards connect to my client and give them the information they need for their situation. So for example, when I'm using cards, I don't know what they actually mean. I just know that certain cards denote certain situations. And that, along with my intuition, helps me read for my clients. So that's sort of my tool to focus in that regard. Um, and the next thing I tell clients that they can do is to ask for signs. You know, I've done this before. You can say, hey, I'm looking for answers on this if this is true or if this is a direction, show me this sign. You want to be specific, not so specific that it's impossible to find. Like you can't say or it won't help you to say, you know, if I am meant to be with this person, let me find a, you know, gold nugget in the ground. That's very, very specific, particularly in, if you're in a location where that's not doable. But to say something like, um, you know, a, to see a certain animal that you relate with, whether the actual animal or a symbol of that animal, that's easy and doable enough and recognizable enough to be specific to you. You know, so that's another technique you can use. Um, and another one is one I recently started to recommend to my clients called dousing. And it's kind of where you get a pendulum and you allow it to move back and forth, yes or no, as you ask questions and gain answers. And some of my clients have found it very successful because they're able to hone in on certain questions or certain answers and, and really pinpoint what it is that their guidance is trying to teach them. So these are a few ways that you can zone in. Again, it does take time and patience. That's it. And continually doing it and not giving up and being, um, you know, forgiving of yourself because you got to remember if this is not something that you've been doing, then yeah, this is like learning a whole new skill. It's like learning a whole new exercise routine or learning a new way of eating or learning how to drive, what, however you want to describe it. We all don't do it at the same time, you know? So it's going to be one step forward, two steps back, three steps forward, two step back, you know? That's okay. As long as every day or every week, whatever, you know, you want to do, you're providing consistent effort. You know, anyone that knows me knows I always say consistent effort over time 
And the more you do this, the more you will start connecting. You know, and when I work with my clients, we do lots of different um, tools to, to connect. And with me being intuitive, I'm able to help them hone in on the ones that are best and, and find their blockages so we can really connect to their intuitive sense and work to develop it. You know, but it can be developed. You know, everybody has it. You can develop it. And it's something that I think serves everyone very, very well, just knowing that you can trust yourself. Because knowing you can trust yourself is the first step because it allows you to really make um, good decisions for yourself and nobody else. And at the end of the day, that's all you're trying to do. And that's all spirit wants you to do. Okay. Well, I hope this was helpful for everybody. Hope it gave you some guidance on um, how to tap into your intuition, be more intuitive if you have any questions out there, you know you can always email me. And I hope everyone is safe and doing well. Blessings.